Hey everyone, welcome back to Cultivate, the ultimate LGBTQ plus fitness podcast. This is episode two, and before I start, I just want to say a massive thank you to everybody that tuned in to episode one and sent me such nice messages about it. I got a lot of DMs and a lot of texts that I really wasn't expecting saying people enjoyed it or inspired people to go and do something else like a career change or it helped people knowing that they weren't alone in their journey through eating disorder recovery or gender dysphoria. So I'm super pleased that you all enjoyed it. And if you've got this far, I appreciate you a lot coming back. So thank you so much for that. I have been on holiday. So when I say holiday, I mean a full seven days off, everything muted, zero work. And that hasn't really been something that's ever happened for me since I've been self-employed, so since about 2018. As a self-employed person, I find it really scary and really daunting to take more than a couple of days off at a time. In previous years, I've managed to do a couple of days in a city, hop on a cheap flight, stay in a shitty hotel and spend like 48 hours doing 100,000 steps worrying about being away from work and coming back feeling absolutely exhausted. So this holiday that I saved up for with my partner was really, really intentionally going to be a period of deep rest for me. And by deep rest, I mean not thinking about work, not participating in work, and that means coaching and music. So on the third day when my band's album mixes came through, I was like, nope, you can't look at those. I didn't let myself take my laptop with me. All of my one-to-one client chats were muted. So even if I got a notification, I couldn't answer it. And honestly, I wish I had had the option to do it sooner. But I am truly, truly so grateful that I got the opportunity to take a week off with absolutely no work. And I really did manage to switch off. I definitely thought about work. I thought about the business. I thought about music. I thought about how my clients are getting on. I was like, oh, I wonder if this person started their new workout block, or I wonder if this person is having a nice time at 2000 Trees Festival, that kind of thing. But on the whole, my brain didn't go into work mode and I really didn't think I could do it. By the second day, I was so restless. The first day I laid on a sunbed and read a book and it was awesome. The second day I wanted to ride around, jump in the pool, go on 10,000 runs, lift all the weights. But by day three or four, I had settled again a little bit more. And those that know me know how busy my brain is and how hard that was. But I am so glad I did it. And I came back feeling really refreshed and raring to go with coaching, with Fuzz Culture Club, with Cultivate, with music. One thing I really didn't expect while I was away was to enjoy being topless. Pre-top surgery, I really hated being out around a pool. You might have seen on my Instagram, I posted a tweet in 2017 saying I was so self-conscious to get in the pool when I was on tour in Florida that I just sat on a sunbed in the blistering heat in a black pair of jeans and a t-shirt because I was so scared about undressing into swimwear and hanging out with all of my friends that were having the best time in the pool and I felt really really low at that point and it was really nice to reflect on that moment and know how far I've come with the work that I've put in to the issues that I've had with my own body image and my own self-esteem and gender dysphoria. 
And it hit me pretty hard and I felt really emotional the first couple of days being able to lay on a sunbed in my little swim shorts. Um, <laughs> ASOS men's finest, I'll have you know. Me and my partner got quite emotional. We've both done a lot of work on our own internal monologue and our own relationship with our bodies. So it was a nice moment. And yes, I still have a million and one days full of gender dysphoria, body dysmorphia, or just low mood and low body image. But I tried my best to put it past me that week and just exist in a way where I felt free and happy in my own body. And I loved it. Anyway, let's get into episode two. So while I'm lining up guests to be a part of the podcast and pre-recording episodes for you, I'm going to bring you solo podcasts here and there. And today I have named this podcast, Doesn't Everyone Train Five Days a Week and Have a 5am Ice Bath? And I want to talk a little bit about our expectations of ourself in relation to what we think other people do and in relation to what we see other people do, because that can be very different all round. We see a lot of people on that hustle culture train where they'll get up in the morning, they'll be tweeting or threading now, threads is a thing, rise and grind, hustle, never stop, no excuses club, all that kind of shit. And it can actually make some of us feel really discouraged in our own journeys. And we're never seeing a lot of the behind the scenes stuff of that. People in very driven careers will only ever post the good bits and all we'll see is that so-called perfect morning routine of them getting up at 5am, hopping into an ice bath, pulling an espresso, meditating for five minutes, reading a book, journaling, eating a 10 vegetable super smoothie and going for a run and a gym workout all before they open their laptop. And for 99.9% .9 of the people in the world, it's not possible and it's not sustainable yet we can still fall into that headspace where we make ourselves feel bad for not doing that. And that's all part of that grind culture, that hustle culture that so many people love, but actually it can become really, really toxic. So my question for you all is, are we trying to do too much? And are we always striving to do everything perfectly? And is that actually holding us back from what we really want? Are we comparing ourselves to other people that we see online or other people in our lives that we follow on social media? Because it's really easy to fall into that trap and I have done it so many times. I talked a lot in my last podcast about how I very much fell into a pool of fitness influencer culture where I followed them all and I just strived to be like them. So I have tried those 5am wake-ups when actually I have a gig and I'm playing a show till 11pm, so getting up at 5am would be really, really silly, but I do it anyway because it added pressure on me and I felt like I had to because I saw them doing it. I would try and fit far too much into my mornings when realistically I hadn't even managed to nail my sleep. So I could barely get six hours of sleep, but I was expecting myself to get up at 5, 6am and grind. This was specifically happening to me when I had just become self-employed as a musician and a designer. And I think I just burnt myself out in the first day of every week. And then when I failed, I would be like, well, fuck it. I'm not doing this for the rest of the week. I'm just useless. I would give up instantly because I had set the bar way too high for myself. 
and I wouldn't do anything for the rest of the week and I'd be really unproductive. I would be really down. I wouldn't have done any of the things that I intended to do when really all I needed to do was just nail a couple of key things consistently to actually get to where I wanted to be. So one of my clients last week messaged me and they said, I thought everyone that you train works out five times a week. And obviously none of Fuzz Culture Club know how many times anyone else in the team works out during the week because it's completely irrelevant. But the conversation that came out of that was me actually telling that person that, you know what, the average sessions that any of my people do on any given week is two to three sessions a week. Very few of them are doing four or five sessions unless they are specifically training for a competition or a half marathon or just because they love it and they maybe don't have as long working hours as other people. And what often we forget to remind ourselves is that everybody's life is completely different. Some people have kids, some people care for other people, some people have so many commitments that actually getting five sessions a week in would be really detrimental to their overall physical and mental health, and it would be completely unsustainable. So when we get sucked into this hustle or grind culture, it puts pressure on a lot of these people to feel like they're not good enough because they can't smash five gym sessions a week and get up at the crack of dawn. And the conversations that I forever have with these people that come to me that worry that they might have to train five times a week or that I'd expect them to, is that less is just so much more in this instance. If you can commit to training two or three times a week consistently, over years of your life, think about the benefits to your mental health, your physical health, your mood, and think of the progress you can make in the gym if you enjoy things like weightlifting, or think of the miles you're going to clock up if you're a runner, or think of the strength and endurance that you're going to build if you do sports, or you do rock climbing, or any sort of activity like that. If we continue to push ourselves to train five times a week when it doesn't fit in with our lifestyle because we have a job and we want a social life and we want to enjoy downtime, we want to be able to chill. We don't want to have to panic about getting five sessions a week in and then beating ourselves up when that inevitably doesn't happen. It is not sustainable and this is part of an influencer life that very much isn't real and they never really talk about that because they want you to buy into their lifestyle. Everybody's baseline and everybody's starting point is completely different. And no one should have to live up to the completely unsustainable standards that are set by people that partake in hustle and grind culture online. And I absolutely used to be one of those people. The days where I would wake up early when I was an illustrator, I would be really proud of myself and I would be the first person to post on an Instagram story, rise and grind with like a picture of a coffee. And that's very different for me now because I've taken care of my sleep. I'm not overtraining. I'm fueling my body properly in a way that's sustainable for me. So every morning could be a little bit different and I can be flexible with it, but I'm not adhering to these way high standards that I set myself. And the next day when I don't wake up at 5am for that rise and grind coffee, I'm not beating myself up for it and telling myself that I'm useless. Working out, training really shouldn't be a chore. It needs to fit in with your social life. It needs to fit alongside your work, your relationships, and it needs to be something that you enjoy. So if you don't enjoy training five times a week, then I promise you, you absolutely don't have to. 
you can make amazing progress and take care of your health just as well by training two or three times a week and getting a couple of walks in. And that form of training doesn't have to be smashing cardio. It doesn't have to mean going to gym classes or going and lifting weights. It can be any form of movement because what's important is that you enjoy it. Are you doing things because you feel like you should be doing them, not because it's actually helping? And if that's true, is it because of the influencer culture that we live in now where everything is made out to be perfect, every morning routine, every nightly wind down, it's all set up to be portrayed to you as the absolute perfect way to live your life. Are you feeling pressure to be like other people that you follow online or people in your life that conform to that hustle and grind culture? And if the answer is yes to any of those, do we potentially need a bit of a social media cleanse? When I went through my eating disorder recovery, I realized so many of the people I followed online were so detrimental to my mental health and they made me feel really inferior and like I wasn't good enough. And eventually I replaced those people with content creators and friends, more importantly, that had the same morals as me and following them didn't make me feel like shit every time I watched a story of someone getting up at 5am and meditating. When we zoom out and look at the bigger picture, less is always going to be more. Two to three training sessions a week consistently for a year is better than forcing yourself to do five or six a week and dropping off as soon as you miss one, which is what I used to do. I used to force myself to go to the gym every day. I'd tell myself that I would rest one day a week, and then I'd nail Monday when I got to Tuesday and missed it because I might have been busy or something had come up. I'd be like, fuck it. I've ruined it now. I'm not going to train for the rest of the week. And that would happen every week. So there was never any consistency in my habits or in my training. So I never got closer to where I wanted to be. If you're telling yourself you have to get up to meditate, journal, read 10 pages of a book, walk, train, stretch, shower and eat all before your work start time, and that isn't actually possible for you and it's stressing you out, let's think of the less is more version of that. So if you're struggling with your morning routine, don't try and make the perfect one. Just think of the non-negotiable actions that you really want to get done every day and let's make a little stack out of them. And for some people that might just be wake up when the alarm goes off, shower, eat breakfast and not have to be in a rush. If you want to get more out of your mornings and fit a workout in, then we need to make sure that your sleep and your nutrition and your stress is in a good place or every day you are going to wake up feeling like death. You don't need to do that 5am ice bath unless you really, really want to and it makes you feel awesome. Fair play. Think of the small actions that are most important to you and nail those first. So if there's a few things that you can take from this episode today... The first one is be real with yourself because there is a shit ton of influences and people that partake in hustle culture that actually are not real with themselves. And when you see their day in the lives, when you see their stories, their TikToks, they're only showing you a snapshot of the day. And they're people that struggle just like we are. They're people that struggle to get to the gym. They're people that struggle to eat five portions of fruit and vegetables every day. They're people that might miss an alarm and sleep in and miss their precious 5am ice bath. They're not perfect. And this leads me on to my second point, which is 
practice self-compassion because there's no way we are going to do everything perfectly all of the time. There is no way we're always going to hit all of our daily habits, finish all of our weekly tasks, smash all of our workouts 100% of the time. And that is absolutely fine. Consistent, imperfect action is so much better than less frequent, perfect action. Because if you are doing all the things that make you feel good 80% of the time, that is far better than only doing everything perfectly 1% of the time. And it sounds really trivial, but when you lay it out like that, no amount of unsustainable hustle culture is going to help more than consistent, imperfect action. Also, if anyone can tell me how many times I've said the words 5am ice bath, you will definitely get some sort of prize. So before we wrap up, I'm going to tell you about my next phase of Cultivate. When I first started out, I really wanted to make sure that I could provide an accessible and affordable option to online coaching because there are millions of coaches out there and so many of them are inaccessible, but so many people need that help, that support and that structure, especially if they've never stepped foot in a gym before or they've never worked out before. So that's where Cultivate came from. What I've decided to do is from the 24th of July, I'm actually going to run seven days of free online group coaching as part of my Cultivate program. And absolutely anyone can sign up for this. We're going to smash a couple of workouts together. I'm going to give you lots of tips along the way. We're going to work together as a community to lay some strong foundations and start building some strong habits in that initial week of working together. It is completely free. So if that sounds like something you want to be involved in, all you need to do is is head to my website fuzzcultureclub.com slash cultivate trial cultivate with an eight i'll put it in the show notes and a couple of days before the start day i will be in touch with all the set of details absolutely everyone is welcome even if you've trained with me before but no longer do if you've maybe thought about signing up to my group online coaching or even my one-to-one -one coaching this would definitely be a cool thing for you to do i have an option for people to train at home with no equipment at home with dumbbells or in a gym if you're a member of one so if this sounds cool head to my website after you listen to this podcast and sign up and i'll be in touch a few days beforehand as always thank you so much for listening as i mentioned at the start i'm currently setting up lots of guests to be on the podcast so if you have any suggestions of anyone you would love to see on here please drop me a dm on instagram or hit me up on threads or anything like that because i would really love to hear about it all right it is time for me to feed my little princess of a dog so i'm gonna love you and leave you i'll see you in the next episode i hope you have an awesome week